0: Greetings. You are tuned in to WLRN's first guest commentary submitted by Maureen Dahl on June 11, 2017. If you'd like to submit a guest commentary, please limit your piece to three minutes to be considered for inclusion in our monthly podcast. If you'd like to read and record your commentary, let us know and we will help you get the best recording possible. I'm Thistle Petterson. reading Maureen's words she sent in to WLRN. This is a response to the WLRN commentary presented by Niall Pierce in edition 13. Pierce presents the issue at hand as, quote, the ethics of coalition building between radical feminists and the right, unquote. We all know this topic is being discussed because of a very particular coalition, that between WOLF, the Women's Liberation Front, and the Family Policy Alliance. And we know the Family Policy Alliance exists to mold the United States further into its vision of an imperialist, neoliberal Christian empire. It opposes abortion and homosexuality with a singular hatred of Planned Parenthood and speaks glowingly of such figures as Ronald Reagan and Jeff Sessions. It works in 39 states to impact laws and elections overseen by a national board of white men and its token white women. So what are the ethics of partnering with such an organization? I am still waiting to hear, because all I got was an extended sermon on the character of the radical feminists who critique it. Pierce identifies the root of our discomfort as bias and bigotry. I am told we are guilty of silencing and shutting out conservative women violently seeing them as quote evil incarnate unquote and even failing to understand the true quote sacredness of life unquote behind their opposition to abortion this behavior apparently amounts to quote misogyny in action unquote a barbarity not altogether different from what men do to women unquote a question Where do radical feminists generate this vast power to so disenfranchise conservative, religious women? From what organizations have we cast them? From what publications have we muted them? In the course of this debate, I have never even heard a radical feminist argue we should shun conservative women, only the conservative organizations run by men. In addition to conflating the right with conservative women, Pierce makes some astonishingly liberal claims about religion. She says, quote, the issue of faith is a very real, a very personal and a very tricky one. This kind of faith is felt deeply, unquote. True. Also true. The effects of the Abrahamic religions are material and historical. Faith might be inside us, but it is generated through repeated interactions with the structure of religion. Notably, there are no accounts of people lacking contact with Christians spontaneously professing that they were saved by Jesus Christ. Rather, the Christianization of the globe came about through colonialism and cultural annihilation. Many radical feminists come from religious families, and our discomfort with religious culture derives from intimate knowledge, not distant misunderstanding. To suggest I dislike Christianity because I am biased is frankly insulting. Being told I don't understand how sanctity of life thinking works after a childhood of being taken to protest at abortion clinics behind the banner of those words, well, it feels a lot like gaslighting. And yes, I respect Christian women. I will always respect Christian women enough to tell them the truth and to tell difficult truths. And I would certainly work on alliances, including conservative women, to a specific end, provided we are working with actual women and not right-wing organizations run by men. Pierce briefly circles toward reality when she says, quote, "'Let us not forget that the majority of people drafting and pushing policy on the right are actually men, unquote. But I'm baffled she presents this as something critics are blind to when in reality it has been the basis of our entire critique. Pierce then pivots to suggest there is, quote, nuance in women's participation in these structures. She praises the marginal Catholic Women's Ordination Conference without mentioning that after 40 years of their symbolic protests, the church is not a smidgen closer to ordaining women. To promote this vision is structurally the same as arguing we need to secure prostitutes a larger voice in their industry. As radicals, we should know how male institutions work already. Lastly, the liberalism of this segment is reflected in Pierce's fixation with the true identity of a right winger. She correctly notes that many women hold both conservative and liberal positions, then asks, quote, what does the right even mean in relation to women, Unquote. I'm not sure how this question has managed to overshadow the unambiguous agenda of the right itself in this commentary as the natural world is tortured and poisoned beyond recognition, as nearly half of people live in poverty and thousands of children die daily of preventable causes, as American drones continue to descend like rain on the Middle East, and as the racism and fascism inherent in our political structure become more overt by the day, how is any individual's political identity the pertinent question? The point, as we see so clearly illustrated through both liberal feminists and conservative women, is the extent to which the right manipulates women to work against our own interests under cover of words like empowerment, or family, or sanctity of life. If we're going to ask about fidelity to a cause, then let's ask this, is the radical feminist movement fully committed to not just rearranging, not just reforming, and not just critiquing the capitalist patriarchal death machine, but working for its total obliteration and the construction of a radically new, bearable, and balanced arrangement on this planet? If so, what's the strategy? What is the short-term strategy, the long-term strategy, and everything in between? How does every action, every Supreme Court case, every public comment, and every group lead to this end? Next time we talk about alliances, let's talk about this. That was Maureen Dahl's commentary in response to Niall Pierce's commentary from our edition 13 podcast podcast on coalition building with liberals and conservatives.